Spooky and gay, spooky and gay, spooky and gay with Carver and Jay. Hey, Carver. Hi, Jay. It's good to be back. Yeah. Uh, thank you for enduring that hiatus with me, but we had a little oh. COVID scare, so oh. we had to play it safe. And the whole internet scare, except it was less of a scare and it just wasn't there. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Oh, boy. But we're back, and it's 2021. Yeah. And things have not changed in the last four days. Well, you know what has changed in the last four what days? What has changed in the last four days? We watched a really fucking cool movie. We did. Yeah. It was very fun. Yes. Glad to, uh, uh good, good suggestion, Katie. Yeah. Thanks. This is great. Very good. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen anything else good in the last year, or at least the last two weeks? <laughs> in the last year? Uh, yeah, anything great this year? Uh, let me think. I have not, uh... I've uh, I haven't really gotten too far into into watching things mm-hmm. uh, very much. I've been doing a little bit of, a little bit of the animes with the with the girlfriend. Yeah, I know she's enjoying a very body horror anime called Jujutsu Kaizu. That's probably it. I could have butchered that. <laughs> you sounded very confident. I, I you know I should have just I should have just stuck the I, I could have stuck <laughs> the landing if I didn't doubt myself at the end of it, which is like pretty cool. It's about this like uh, this kid who gets like recruited into this like curse hunting organization and it's uh did, he's the one who ate the finger yeah he ate a finger and then like he's like growing extra eyes mm-hmm. on his face and stuff it's like pretty gnarly and from what i understand like the show itself gets more gnarly as it goes along but yeah. it's like it's got that sort of uh parasite vibe going on with it um Mostly, I've just been playing a couple of games. I've been, I don't know. Yeah. A lot of my online friends have been, like, very active recently. It's been mm-hmm. nice. Uh, I started playing one called The Longing, which is, like, really cool conceptually. You're this, like, little sprite created by this, uh, this like, weird stone king as he's going to rest for 400 days. <laughs> and you're supposed to wake him up at the end of it. And you just kind of, it's, like, actually 400 days. Like, the, the timer ticks down whether you're playing the game or not. Oh, wow. Um... And you can kind of go around and explore his kingdom. You can try to find your way out. You can just try and make yourself more comfortable. Uh, yeah, it's like kind of a beautiful concept. Once once he's like happier and you've like really made his home better, uh, time starts passing faster. Like as long as you're in his house. But like a lot of things are like, oh, there's a, uh, a thing. I can't jump up. I If I wait for an actual month... This pool will fill with water from this tiny drip, and I'll be able to swim across. Wow. It's a game about waiting, and it's really cool. That seems neat. It also seems like something I couldn't do, because I have <laughs> zero patience. I don't know. It's a, it's a really beautiful experience. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very happy that I've, I've continued to make my boy happy. Yeah. That sounds very fun. Yeah. Uh, I have spent most of the year playing The Sims, uh, I've got very... You're a, real, you're a real simp for The Sims. I mean, I am so emotionally invested hmm. in my Sims right now. Um, my Sim daughter aged up last night. Oh, wow. Congratulations. And I, I cried because she was so beautiful. <laughs> this is not an exaggeration. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I had a really busy week at work, and so I didn't get to really see or talk to any of our friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so my only social interaction outside of work was playing The Sims for like four hours a night. Yeah. And I've become very close to them. <laughs> uh, I've become very close to my boy. To my right. my, my, my little shade boy. So yeah. I, I understand. He's uh, very sad. But yeah. he's getting, he, I think he's doing better. 
I gave my child the gloomy trait. Why am I? I, I want her to be an artsy poet. <laughs> and they can't be unless they're depressed. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even proven that. Yeah. Have, do, you, do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> the only time I ever wrote poetry when I was, when I was, I was really depressed. So, oh. yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. So. Or if I was writing a haiku about pooping. Yeah. Which I read a lot of those. <laughs> Um, so we, we've talked before about how I've been into horror for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in high school, I was avid on the, like, blogging part or, like, message boards yeah. of, uh, the early, early Bloody Disgusting website. Oh, wow. Uh, like, it looked like shit. When yeah, I was, that's ancient history. Yeah. It, in, like, 2008 oh, is God. when I was doing this. And I had, like, my second boyfriend ever who I was obsessed with. And in hindsight, I he, he represented a lot gender-wise for me. Mm-hmm. He was, like, this is a terrible thing to say, a hot version of Sid from Toy Story. Oh, nice. Uh, his nickname was Pyro. I mean, that tracks really well with the description you've given him. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but he ghosted me. And just didn't talk to me for three months. Oh, man. Um, and I was writing, like, longing poetry about it oh, uh, over the summer. And I posted it on a bloody disgusting message board poetry section. And had a lot of adults saying, this is beautiful, but maybe talk to your parents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. I, I kept all my poetry on DeviantArt where it belongs. <laughs> Do people comment on message boards anymore? Oh, Is man. that a thing? Uh, I don't know. I never did. I always thought that was weird. <laughs> oh, good. But I, I don't really have any sort of, like, I don't know. I've never used the internet socially. Oh, yeah. The internet is for, like, finding information or for clicking on cookies. Like, <laughs> I've been online dating since before it was safe. Like, <laughs> it's back when people were like, oh, you do, you're comfortable doing that? And, like, now everyone has Tinder on their phone. Yeah. I know I've seen all of you. Now, like, you know, a third of couples start from online dating or yeah. whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every every partner I've had since I was, like, 19, I've met online. I, man, uh, all of my attempts to online date were, like, pretty heavy non-starters. Yeah? I don't know. Um, it's, it's more comfortable. I guess I'm really scared of having the person I'm attracted to not also be queer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so dating online is a really nice way for me to be like, at least I know that that's not a barrier between a, having an attraction with this person. I get that. Uh, I think as a cis male dating mm-hmm. on, online, like I kind of have to take a shot at every opportunity where there's like even a small chance there. And it just sucks because uh, most of the dates I went on, like... The few that I felt chemistry with, mm-hmm. I don't think the other person did, and vice versa. There yeah. was there's there's a one or two where like the other person was very clearly interested, and I was just like, uh, I don't think this is for me. I'm not feeling this. Yeah, I I had a bit of that happening, um, but I also had like a couple of dates where we would get to the end of it and be like, hey, you seem like a nice person, but. This isn't really working. Yep. I didn't I didn't feel the thing. But if you want to keep in touch, maybe we can talk some other time. But I don't think we should pursue this romantically. Yeah. And I had a lot of really nice, responsible conversations with people that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was after my um, I don't ghost people anymore, Faye. Because <laughs> I used to be a terrible ghost. 
Uh, I ghosted on folks with no warning, which I feel super bad about. I still see those people around St. Louis. Oof, yikes. I've, I've done a few ghosts, but they've generally been ghosts that I will not ever see. Yeah. Because they're, like, faraway people. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. I, uh, I've been doing a lot of the online dating right now. I had a couple of Tinder messages when I looked at oh, my phone. Wow. Like, we'll see. Popular. Ooh. Um, but I do get what you were saying about being a, a cis guy on online dating. Uh, it sucks. Yeah. I kind of, as like, I'm not a femme, really. No. I, folks wouldn't read me that way. Um, and so... No, no, no shit, Carver? With yeah. your fucking baseball cap and your, like, <laughs> recently shaved hair? Oh, who, who would have thought? Uh-huh. Um, but... So I did dip online dating when I identified as a woman mm-hmm. and when I was very feminine and, mm-hmm. like, put effort into being feminine. And the, I would get messages all the time. I once accidentally dated a guy for eight months, and the message he had sent me was nice tits because I responded to the wrong message in my inbox. I remember you telling me yeah. that. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. Real bad. That wasn't a good start. No. Um... <laughs> But, I mean, the rest of the relationships made a lot of sense when I re-downloaded that. And I was like, you you did that all that time with the nice tits guy and not the guy who talked to you about Doctor Who? That's... Mm. Uh, admittedly, that sounds about as terrible to me, but <laughs> uh, that might be just my personal taste. At the time, I was very deep into my Whovian phase. Thank you for not being that. Yeah. That'd, that'd be very challenging to continue this. Yeah. Honestly, um, it doesn't matter. The 11th Doctor turned me off. Uh, I was like, I'm done. That's fine. Yeah. None, none of the doctors have turned me on. Uh, <laughs> that is hard to believe. I, uh, it's, it's just not for me I at all. Stand. I know, but I know. On the subject of low-budget things, yes. uh, like Doctor Who, oh man, killer transition, Jay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about... Uh, a little bit about kind of uh, themes around the movie we watched today. Yeah. Uh, we watched Low. If you haven't... I guess we don't title our episodes after the movie. If you didn't no. read the description of the episode. Yeah. Uh, which you should. We put work into those. <laughs> They're four sentences. Come I on, I don't guys. say not that much, honestly. <laughs> when I do it, it's not that much effort. Uh, I tried to make mine funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, the, we watched Low, and it was... Way better than expected. Yeah, holy yeah. shit. Uh, based off the trailer that we watched of it, but it yeah. definitely uh, was was pulling from uh, pulling from some from, from some deep wells. Oh, certainly. Boy, how he could uh, the main character have been any more like Bruce Campbell without being Bruce Campbell? Oh my gosh! Like, I think at the same point we kind of looked at each other and you were like, "They really wanted this to be Evil Dead." Yeah, this like, is like this he, is this is more than paying homage. Oh, yeah, literally, he's like, at some point, I'm going to cut my hand off. I'm going to cut my hand off. Because he's going crazy. Because he's hearing things in his head. It's Because it, his hand is possessed. Yeah. It's the same. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh... It's 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 delightful. He looks like Bruce Campbell. He starts twitching out oh. like Bruce Campbell. And like at the beginning of the first Evil Dead movie, Bruce Campbell looks a little doofy. Like he yeah. just looks really clean cut. Um, and then as the movie goes on, he kind of gets that edge about him. Yeah, he, he, he goes nuts as he goes through the movie. Mm-hmm. There are, like, specific points where you know he's like, all right, I'm going to go watch Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and I'm going to come back and deliver this line. For, well, <laughs> I mean, they filmed the movie in three days, so yeah. I don't think he had that much time to do it. <laughs> 
That's, oh my uh, gosh. I mean, like, it was hard not to think about Evil Dead with this movie because it also involves demons very mm. heavily. Yes. Uh, we were talking before we started recording, and I don't, I can't think of another movie with, like, a, like a character that is like Low, that mm. is in this position of just, like, a demon that is just kind of fucking with the our protagonist the whole time, but also have this sort of weird, like camaraderie with them yeah it's an excellent combination it really is and the actor who's doing it like you have to have charisma naturally i mm. feel like to play a role like this in a character like oh this my God. and oozing with it oh my gosh i i don't know who the actor is clicking in clicking in low see if we can find the uh our, our, our titular low mm-hmm. uh, they don't have a jeremiah burkett as low, not even a, a clickable name. Oh no! This was like a film festival film. Wait, Jeremiah Burkett was in the Tenth Kingdom. I love that movie. It's like <laughs> a mini series, whatever the hell it is. It was we're right. Yep, that's low. This is low. Okay, I don't know why Jeremiah Burkett's not clickable on Wikipedia. He's been in a lot. Yeah. All right, well, someone's been lazy. Right. This will be the very heavily edited portion of the podcast where we just scroll through shit for a while. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, but, like, it's... You should move on to the next point. I, I was going to say, they're both uh, practical demon effects as well. Oh, yeah, and they're so good. Oh, the effects in this movie are definitely low budget. Oh, yeah. But the, the whole way that this film is portrayed, the budget is in its favor. Uh, with yeah. more money... You couldn't improve upon it, I don't feel. You would have done too much. Like, the one of the main things a film does is it's just like, are we ever main character sitting in a circle? And then things come into it. Like, things come into view every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it has to be green screened black. Cause oh, it, yeah. It's like, he's just in this vat of darkness. And occasionally characters come up to him. Occasionally... He turns, he like scoots his butt and turns around and looks at a different scene that pops up. It'd be like, we, we talked about this a lot during the movie, how easy it would be to convert this into a stage play. And oh, how yeah. good it would be as a stage play. Like, we have no funds and we could fund this movie. Oh, yeah. We'll fund this show. Like... Oh, yeah. It's, it was, uh, it was, yeah, if they would have had more money, they would have, I don't know, put more CGI in or I like... I don't know. It, it looked good because it was... Because they didn't... Because yeah. they, they spent every cent they had mm. so intelligently. Yeah. And I think, like, a more polished version of this movie would lose some of its heart. Uh-huh. The, the yeah. theatrical elements of it are really endearing. For sure. It's it's great because they have these goofy faces in the curtains during, mm-hmm. the, during the, like, the flashback scenes, which aren't like actual flashbacks it's like stage productions of it it's it's so funny yeah it's it's a very good film yeah (laughs) it's it's a good film and we've danced around talking about yeah i I think before we get all the way into it we should talk a couple of trigger warnings yes uh i have them written down here um we have trigger warnings for nazi imagery child death uh, and graphic depictions of torture. Oh, graphic descriptions. Descriptions. Of it doesn't. Uh, the movie is not particularly graphic, except for the pizza hand scene, which holy shit, yeah. that is so fucking rad. See, that should be the name <laughs> of the episode: the pizza hands. The pizza hand scene. There's a lot of good material for episode names. We'll, <laughs> we'll find out what's uh, what survives the cut. Um, 
but yeah, other than that, it's like pretty palatable. They mm-hmm. say swears. The film technically takes place in hell, but it's yeah. a it's a it's a dark space. Yeah, like it's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We get into the description. Well, I, I guess let's start talking yeah. about it. So the film starts with a really sick grody title card. Just like bits of stuff sort of floating around yeah. and then... We watched this on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, the entirety of it is there. Its base subtitles are in Russian, which is fun. <laughs> uh, we moved it to the auto-generated English subtitles, which was uh, a layer of comedy unto itself. <laughs> High recommend to do it that way. But yeah, it, it really like... It takes a while for these like giblets to sort of come together to form the word low. And it stays on the screen for a while. And it's great. Yes. Everything about this movie, I feel like it lingers. It mm-hmm. lingers on the title screens. It lingers on like every emotional beat. I feel like of the story. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of points where like there's a big pause in between a line where the characters are just sitting there digesting it for a little while. Mm-hmm. And like how Low calls one of them out and he's like, "Ah, oh, dead, dead air." Yeah. Oh gosh. So we open with our Bruce Campbell type. Uh, who we will learn, his name is Justin. Justin, um, and Justin is lit by one flame, and he's lighting up some candles. And he's got a little, uh, a little circle on the ground of protection, and he's going back and forth as he's sort of putting this thing together. And we learn a lot of from a character from him just by him doing this wordlessly. Mm. He keeps tripping over the same candle, like he's kind of a dingus. He's a dingus, and it's obvious that this is his first time doing this, uh-huh. you know? But he seems very determined. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. are his character traits. He is a determined dingus. <laughs> uh, we see our great, nasty Necronomicon. Oh, yeah. Which is just so fun. It's like, it's real veiny. There's an eyeball right in the middle of it. It doesn't move or nothing, but, you know, whatever. Low budget. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, so he, he, he's he's doing this ritual. Uh, he opens it up to the internal, which is... They're illustrated like underground comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I thought this is like, our crumb illustrates the Necronomicon. You know, Genesis wasn't enough for him, so he went back. And... Uh, it's like it's it's good though the inside looks good it's it's bookmarked to a page called low he's like looking at it to finish the painting uh, to finish the the circle he's he's sitting in and he starts chanting and he sounds like a, a dingus yeah again he, what a dingus he's he, he's 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 never done this before yeah he's never done anything like this before yeah um, and then he slices his hand correct mm-hmm. yeah real real big nasty slice yep. across the entire hand. Whenever I see this in movies, I like. <laughs> I've done very gentle blood stuff in mm-hmm. magic, uh, just my own. If you're wondering, um, <laughs> so far, so far, unless they're stopped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you don't have to cut, believe it or not, from all the way across your hand. Oh, really? Um, you just need a, a little, a little bit, which you can get from your finger. Yeah, so, but the but the illustration in Summoning Demons for Dummies shows the whole a whole palm sliced in half. So. That's my issue. I don't own any four dummies books. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, apparently it's a good starting point. Yeah. Um, and we uh, he successfully is able to summon, uh, as I wrote it down, uh, the Grinch that stole my eternal soul. <laughs> <laughs> 
and a, a number of our demons here are going to be very Grinch-like. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, the prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that it comes into screen, though, I thought we were looking at its face and it was going to, like... But we were actually looking at the top of its head as it crawls at you. Yeah. Um, because it can't walk. It can't use its legs. It's a pretty rad look, though. Like, I thought it was just doing it for the effect. Mm-hmm. We'll learn later that the legs don't work. But... Yeah. I did mean a trigger warning for ableism as well. Yeah, they they do that. They I feel do an ableist. Like, I feel like he kind of gets called out on it. He does. Pretty quick. Yes. But, uh, yeah, uh, here are our main characters, Justin and Lo. Uh, Justin is a no char- charisma kind of dingus. Uh, and Lo is just, like, oozing with it. Lo is uh, one of my favorite lines right from the beginning of the film is uh, Justin's like, oh, you know, I summoned you. I get to command you. And Lo goes, yeah, but I'm under no obligation to respect you. Yeah. <laughs> Which will be just the theme of their relationship. I don't think I even wrote down any of Lo's lines because they were just all so good. They're such bangers just throughout. Lo is so disrespectful and funny and just like it's a constant roast of our main character mm-hmm. and his relationships i have in here like the the thing at this point that the movie gets right is they know that the monster is the most interesting character mm-hmm. and like in a horror movie in general yeah they're the ones the franchise are based off of and they're yeah. like oh you're gonna like low yeah you're gonna like low and we're gonna keep low on the screen for the majority of the film mm-hmm. like justin has lines justin is a great foil to low because mm-hmm. he doesn't have charisma they end up having a great chemistry with each other, even though Justin's not bringing much to the table. Yeah. But, like, that's it's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Justin uh, fires off his thesis statement. Um, mm-hmm. He is here to get his girlfriend, who was dragged away by demons, which Lo calls him out of being racist for, <laughs> for, this, for thinking that all the demons are the same. <laughs> you people. Mm-mm. No good. One, one of you took him. Oh, yeah. It's we're not gonna do this film justice just yeah. because of how good Low is in it. It's gonna oh, be yeah. hard to kind of really give a good description of it. Exactly. I, I wanna launch into Lowe's lines, but I don't know what they are well enough. <laughs> right. Uh, it was it was very fun. It's not the lines as much as it is the delivery of yeah. a lot of those lines. They're so in and the setup to them. Mm-hmm. Like Lowe is making fun of him for coming down here for a girl. Yeah. For, like, some girl that I, we discovered that he had a really weird relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, so they chat for a while, mm-hmm. basically. That, that's a lot of this film. Yeah. We're, we're probably going to get through this description pretty quickly, because a lot of it is, these two characters talk for a bit. Yes. Um, and Lowe's, you know, pointing, whatever. But um, Lowe asks him... Or tells him it's going to be impossible to find April, his girl, his missing girlfriend. Because hell's a big place. Uh, hell's a big place that's existed for millennia, and they don't keep records. Mm-hmm. Um, and he eventually concedes that, like, well, tell me about her, and that'll make it easier to find her. Yeah. And Justin starts to n- name off her height and her hair color, and Lo goes, no. No, none of this stupid bullshit. I asked you for emotional things and you're giving me your stats. We're not casting her in a fucking role. Yes. And um, they go to on to sort of... Well, how did you meet? How did you meet? And then we get our first flashback scene, mm-hmm. um, which are so delightful. They're so fun. It's, uh, 
it's like a it's like a third grade play set. Yeah. Uh, there are curtains with like faces of uh, comedy and tragedy, but they're actually like people's faces, so they react to the scenes. Mm-hmm. It's pretty delightful. Uh, we have this very small set that's like what like maybe eight feet wide, maybe. With uh, surrounded by this red curtain and like a really silly, goofy backdrop that would mm-hmm. be so easy to imitate. Yes. Um, for when we for when we put on the stage yes. play of this. <laughs> um, and he was eating lunch. Yeah, he was eating lunch alone, mm-hmm. and I guess April, quote yeah. unquote, yeah, uh, comes up and is like, "That lo- is that any good?" Yeah, and they take take a bite. It's like super awkward. She's like, he, she's like, kind of like hinting that she'd like a bite, and he's like, and she like he he all like doesn't quite turn it down. She's like, oh, fine, I guess I won't. And he's like, yeah, sure, take a bite. And she like dumps her bag on the table and just like is tearing into his salad. <laughs> and we get to learn a little, a little about April here. She's fucking weird. She's weird. I don't eat very often. Are you okay? <laughs> I mean, what's your name? January, February, March, April. April. Did your girlfriend just make up her, her name? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's. She's so strange. Everything that she says is incredibly off. And from right here, I'm like, she's playing him. Like yeah. this is this is some weird thing that she's doing. Yeah. She says she's like. I don't know. It, it seems like she's trying to make everything a joke. Uh, we, we put her down like as a like, sort of a manic pixie dream girl. Mm-hmm. But she's really a manic demon dream girl, yeah. as we'll find out later. She's a manic pixie demon girl. Thank y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and when he's like, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. And Lo's like, yeah, when you actually look at what happened versus what you remember things are a bit different oh do you want me to show you what definitely didn't happen <laughs> and she's like Justin the way that you ate that salad made me so horny I'm the I'm just looking for a man like you do me now on this table yep and he like, he's like the, the two faces are like just going really goofy with uh-huh. it. uh and he's like he stands up he starts taking his pants off he's like whoa stop <laughs> um I think at this point he he stops sort of the whole production mm-hmm. once we kind of see the end of the uh, of the interaction and we kick kicked over to the, our other demon who'll be yes. interacting with whose name is G's I think I guess it is G's mm-hmm. he's written in my notes as Nazi demon yeah they do a lot of things with this character I would say this is the character you know what I would do to make this character not as bad what I'd take off that fucking armband. I think taking off the armband would be a strong choice. I think the only thing that makes that character Nazi-affiliated is that armband. It's the armband. It's, it's confrontational in a way that, like, he's a demon. He's supposed to be evil. Yes. I get it. But making him likable, I guess that's, like, part of the movie. I, I think I think it's almost significant, too. Yeah. Like, it could have done, been done without it. He could have yeah. just been, like... He's this, like, creature of the Black Lagoon-looking mm. demon in, like... Sort of a military regalia, yeah. like a, a dark navy blue one in black. Mm-hmm. Uh, has a Nazi armband. Yes. And he's reading, um, is it Faust? Yes. Okay, he's reading Faust. Um, and uh, also just oozing with charisma. Yes. 
Um, and they really like want to endear you to, to all this. of these demons. They're very, oh, yeah. they're great. They're very charismatic. This one approaches Justin at a very different angle. Mm-hmm. It seems like more of a good cop, bad cop, and this is our good cop with the Nazi art band. I mean, this one is basically wanting to say, like, hey man, you could just leave. Like, this you is... could just leave. But if you're not going to leave, let me tell you who the... April was. Yeah, who April was. Like, if you think love is so important, let me show you your love. Mm hmm. Uh, and let me do it. In a great musical number, yes. and the stage flips again to like a like a seventies prom backdrop. Oh yeah, I have like a nineteen fifties like doo-wop sort of stage. It's like. so good. It's it's just silver streamers in the back with mm-hmm. a big sign with a band name which you can't read because they put people in front of it at all times. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he does this great musical number. And also, we talked earlier, that musical number goes on for Probably seven so minutes. Long. It's so long. It's wild. But it's so entertaining. It repeats itself like three times, but I think yeah, it's like, like... It hits the chorus a lot. It's wanting to say, like, drill it in. Like, yeah. oh, you didn't catch it the first time? This is what I said. Yeah. Oh, you didn't catch it the second Dun- time? This is what I said. Your girlfriend is a demon. And he's just, like, smiling and, like, yeah. not taking it in, and the dude's basically like, your girlfriend is a demon. Oh, it's funny, because, uh, like, after the musical number's over, which they also cut over to a, uh, a screen with silhouettes moving behind it, which, once again, very easy to do on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, Lowe's like, well, you seem pretty stupid, so let me tell you. <laughs> well, it seems like the musical number may have gone over your head, so let me yeah. explain. Yeah. April was a demon. She killed and tortured people. But she had a heart, so occasionally she would start feeling things and not know what to do. Mm-hmm. And Lo kind of, Lo kind of tips their hat a little bit at this mm-hmm. point and be like, you know, one day she's killing people and then I'm getting called in the middle of the night. And they would be like, oh, I'm feeling this and I don't know what to do. And be like, shit, I don't know what to fucking do. I don't feel these stupid feelings. <laughs> yeah. Which... Which we kind of pick up, oh, Lo is related to April somehow. Yeah. I think probably their friend. Yeah, and I think at this point in the movie, Jay and I were pretty convinced that the actual plot of this movie was going to be that they were April's friends Just interrogating him. Yeah. the new boyfriend. Which would have been a, a great fucking way to take it. <laughs> it's not where they did. No. I but... also loved where they did take it. Yes, but, uh, absolutely. It's... I did kind of want it to be this, though. Yeah, I, was, I was also just glad that Lo was back, because mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, mm, don't, don't make me like this Nazi demon. Yeah, we, it's like, I slight... really enjoyed that that bit, Yeah, but also, don't you dare try and endear me to this Nazi. <sighs> yeah, but uh, I'm trying to remember what exactly ends the conversation, um, but at one point, Lo goes away, I think, to look for April... Because it, it, Lo keeps revealing that they're lying about things. Mm-hmm. So Lo slinks away after I think Justin confronts them about why their like legs are not working. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, my legs were my legs were crushed because of a thing that happened. He's like, oh, did you help April escape? And they're mm-hmm. like, that's private demon business, and you mm-hmm. don't need to fucking know anything yeah. about it. So Lo slinks away, and Justin is hearing his own thoughts as he's just sitting alone in this pit of darkness. Mm. 
And here, here we get real, real Bruce Campbell-y. His hand, the, the gash wound in his hand is talking to him. It's talking to him, but it's also, like, echoing his thoughts out of it. Yeah. So when he, yeah, when he's thinking a thought, it's how, it, he's hearing it aloud at the same time. And we don't really get if this is a trick or this is what is going on. Lowe describes it as his brain is leaking out while yeah. he's in the... It's, it's... It's it's goofy. The, the hand is. the hand prop looks like shit, but I love that. It oh, looks like yeah. shit. It, it it's like an army of darkness thing. Oh, it's yeah. so funny. It just it has that energy of a passion project between friends, sort mm-hmm. of like Evil Dead did. That yeah. authenticity oh, of yeah. not everything being perfect. And not everything needing to be. And no. like I I just wrote my note at this point is this is a really good narrative and I have no idea where it's going. Right, yeah. I don't know how this thing is gonna end up at this point. Uh, so, yeah, he's, like, freaking out about this a little bit, uh, and he's, like, Low comes back while he's talking to his hand. Mm-hmm. That happens every time he's having a conversation with his hand. Lowe <laughs> shows up as he's telling his brain to shut up, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe the next scene that happens is we see the Christmas um, or is there something that happens before that? I think the, I think Christmas is after. Yes, um, because first, right? Um, I mean, they, they talk for a little while. I guess. So they have the low wants Justin to know what oh, they're capable yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so low basically invites up to victims Damn souls, yeah. of April's mm-hmm. and tells them to tell Justin what happens to them every day. And just the way that this is done is once again very simple and very good. They have a white sheet. When mm-hmm. the victims hit it, it starts turning red mm-hmm. as their bodies are like rubbing up. And they're just sort of like like flailing behind this sheet mm-hmm. as they're talking about this. Uh, eventually the sheet becomes red in its entirety, but it's it's like good. It's a yeah. good effect and it's very successful. Yeah. And it might be the stage hands that we see whenever we Yes. In in our, our theorizing. Yes. Um and they go on and they tell them that they made a deal with April mm-hmm. and they wanted a child and all while doing this they're bickering. Yeah. They're bickering like what is what does he say at some point? Sorry, internal damnation makes her a total bitch. It really brings the uber bitch out of her. <laughs> and like he's talking, like he, he gives a graphic description of the torture that he kind of goes yeah. through every day. It's just like you know, this is what hell's like. Um, it's it's pretty graphic. I can I can see that being upsetting to a certain yeah. to a certain degree. Even Lowe's like, all right, shut up, and then like talk about April. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they. They were gonna have this baby, and it ends up being stillborn. Yes, um, and that was uh, that was April's deal that she did with them, and how she uh, how she twisted it, and now they're both in hell, and they're like, "Oh, take us back with you." He's like, uh, "No," and they're like, "Yeah, if you can just take one person, take me, leave that bitch behind. Yeah. Oh, take me. I'm a woman. I can thank you in in ways you <laughs> want to be thanked." And and the guy's like, "Oh, I, I can too. I, I will. I will." <laughs> and then he, he's like, "Go to hell," and they. Just kind of, I don't know, walk towards the light or something. Yeah. Uh, like they just sort of like shrink down in the shoot. It's pretty uh, funny. Lo does have a good line for that one. And it's like, yeah, now that you know what hell's like, think about every time that you've told someone to go to hell. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was pretty solid. Um. So I think now we have the Christmas yes. scene. 
So, um, it's, it's Christmas, and they're sitting around the tree, and um, for Christmas, uh, Justin gives April uh, the Faust book. Mm-hmm. And it's the same one that Jeeves was reading earlier. Uh, and she's like really flattered by it. She's like, oh, you, you gave me a gift? Mm-hmm. You, you thought I would enjoy something from So you gave something to me? Mm-hmm. She's like totally taken in by the prospect of what Christmas is. Yeah. Um, or what receiving a gift is like, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, all right, spill it. Mm-hmm. What did you get for me? And she's like, she's just like, it's thinking in that she should have gotten something yeah. for him. And like, I don't know. This is... Thinking back on it now, this is harder to buy. That he, he like, she's like, oh, we didn't really do anything mm-hmm. for Christmas. He's like, you know what? That makes me love you even more. It's like, all right, shut up a little bit. Uh-huh. Like you're 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 like slightly insufferable as a as a protagonist, yeah. but you're not. Lowe's yeah. the, the main character here. Yes. So she gives him uh, this case that she's had since the beginning with a book in it, and it's the Necronomicon or it, it's a book without any name it mm-hmm. looks like the Necronomicon so that's what we've yeah. been calling it and she's like don't open it when I'm out of the house someday burn it mm-hmm. uh, and he's like haha and she's like no this is the first time she's been serious mm-hmm. as a character because mm-hmm. everything else it just seems like she's joking around mm-hmm. even if she's talking about serious things she's doing so in a very non-serious manner yeah uh, and when we cut away from this flashback uh, Loa's like, you didn't keep your promise. How could it? How could you love someone and yeah. not be faithful to to what you said you would do for them? And uh, he says something really stupid here. He's like, oh, that's what makes demons and and people different is mm-hmm. that uh, we're allowed to make mistakes. It's expected that we're going to do it. Uh, it's like, is that where he's like he's like you're jealous? Now that comes later. I think. You're, no, I think. You're I right. think that's yeah. I think that happens now. It's like. Mm-hmm. You're, he says something very stupid, and mm-hmm. the demons laugh at him for probably, I don't know, three minutes? Yeah, it was a long time. A really long time of it going around, and all the demons are laughing at him, and he's, like, freaking out. He's, like, really Bruce Campbelling out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he... Oh no, no, that doesn't come for a little bit because that's like that's one of the they last are. that's one of the last things that happens. I think his hand is talking to him again because the next note I have is punching himself in the hand is yes. great. It's my, it's yes, my that's the note that I have. Um, so he's chatting with the hand. I think yeah, this is low goes away again. Yeah, uh, it's just him. Yep, he's talking to the hand. Um, you can hear him decide that he's going to cut his hand off, which I think is really fun of him getting the knife and he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Do it, do it, do it. And he's about to cut his hand cut off. His hand off. And Lowe comes back and he's like, is it Lowe or is it... No. It's the other demon. This happened after the poisoning. We forgot about that. I thought the poisoning was after this. No, because when he's about to cut his hand off, Lowe's like, are you trying to kill yourself faster then? Yeah. Now, the poisoning happens before oh, this. Oh, it must. I have. guess uh, I had it, the poison in my notes after. It's hard to it's hard to put this whole thing together. The last bit of it's moving pretty quickly here, yeah. but you know, there's a uh, at one point a barkeep gets gets summoned mm-hmm. and he makes him a drink and Lowe's like, oh, if you drink this, then you'll be able to walk through hell somewhat safely and see April from the pits is where she's being detained because she's not supposed to escape and mm-hmm. she did. And he's like, okay, and he drinks it. And he's like, that was poison, you stupid fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, this is when the other demon comes back uh-huh. and says, I see you fell for, drink this, it'll <laughs> let, let you, walk you safely 
walk through hell. And uh, he really gets the upper hand on G's here in, yeah. in this scene. I don't remember exactly what he says. They're He's talking just... about the value of love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Jesus is like, one guy I was torturing was like, uh, it's like a lump you feel in the back of your throat and. He's just like, I, he's like, you, I can't, he's like, he was wrong. He's like, I knew it was bullshit. And he's like, yeah. It's like, I can't explain it to you. What use is it to explain this thing to you that you'll never feel? And Jesus is like, well, I think it's better that we don't feel love. Mm. And he's like, you're a fucking idiot. And Jesus like, kind of storms off. I do like they say, um, not being able to love means that I get to choose who hurts me on my terms or something like that. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, don't, don't talk about me like that movie. <laughs> Just fucking at me. Listen, I didn't come here for a therapist appointment. Thank you very much. Um. <laughs> uh, also, at some point, we uh, we learned that uh, demons are non-beanie. Yeah. That's how they're like, she wasn't a woman. She wasn't, like, demons don't have one of your human made-up sexes. And that's like, yeah, demon non-beanie. Yeah. Powerful. A demon all the beanie who knows so uh yeah uh justin and lower having sort of a hard conversation and justin sort of takes control and uh projects the next scene mm. which is um them in bed uh justin and april and april wakes up screaming and uh justin comforts her and she's like do you smell something and he's like yeah i think i smell sulfur and she's like shit and Jeez shows up and is trying to take her back. Mm-hmm. And um, Justin just kind of gets like... Knocked out at first. Blasted out a couple of times. Um, and this is where Pizza Hands comes in. And it's yes! very good. How do we describe in an, <laughs> in an audio medium Pizza Hands? I'm going to do my best. So April... So she just looks a little more demony as soon as as soon as Jesus uh, shows up, and she kind of melts her hands together, and then puts them around Jesus' face and pulls it back, and it stretches like like pizza cheese. Yes, across his face, and it's so good and wet, and it like <laughs> slowly snaps and breaks, and it's like outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets knocked away a bit. Justin tries to get back up and Jeez uh, slashes him across the chest. Mm-hmm. And they're about to start fighting again and April notices that he's dying. Mm-hmm. And she says, let me save him and I'll go with you. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. Yeah. She is able to use demon healing magic, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't need to make a justification mm-hmm. for that. Whatever. And she leaves with G's. And that's, like, the last he saw of her. That's mm-hmm. the whole catalyst for the movie. Yeah. And um, I think this is when uh, they sort of banter back and forth for a while. And it leads Justin to telling Lo that... They're like, I command you. I am the master and you are the dog. And if I tell you to go to the goddamn asshole of hell and get April, then that is exactly what you are going to do. Mm-hmm. And... I will not leave this place until this happens. Yeah. And it, he, that's it been the whole time. People have been trying to be like, hey, bud, you could leave at any point. Hey, you got poisoned. You, you should do is go to page 303, go back home, get to a hospital, puke that shit out. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no, I'm not leaving without April. Yeah. Um, and <sighs> they all, I mean, low scurries off. Yeah, just leaves. 
And I can't remember if Justin falls asleep here. Yeah, I think he kind of twitch. He, he kind of campbles out a little bit and mm. just sort of falls falls asleep. And like the candles are burning low, it's clearly coming to the end. And he kind of wakes up to April's voice, and there she is, leaning mm. uh, on the other side of the circle. And she's like, "Funny place to try and pick girls up." Yeah, <laughs> she's very somber, but she has sort of a lot of the same attitude. Mm. Yeah, um, and she sort of just tells him how to break the circle so that they can have a kiss mm-hmm. and says that she can't come back with him. Yeah, and when she kisses him, she pulls the poison out. Mm-hmm. Like, she spits it all into one of the candles. Yeah. And yeah, after that, she says, I can't go back with you. After saying that she could. Mm-hmm. Liar. Yeah. Um... And they sort of have this sort of sweet but somber. Yeah, I mean, this this, this was not an inobvious sort of mm. thing that was happening. And yet yeah. it really still pulled on my heartstrings. Yeah, I think they did a good... Like, if you weren't super paying attention, I don't think you would have gotten it. But mm. as soon as I saw the way that she was postured in this scene... Uh, yeah. Uh, it was an early thing you called out. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, I think Carver's right. I wasn't sure until that moment. Yeah, but She starts leaving, mm-hmm. and we see that she's just sort of crawling. And uh, it cuts back to Justin as he realizes, and it cuts back. And it's low. Yeah. April has been low the entire time. Low's yeah. been April. And, yeah, it fades away, and we get the first actual, like, real location mm-hmm. it's his apartment he pulls down the uh, boards that he covers windows with for the ritual and right there in the middle of his living room floor like a total fucking psychopath he lights the book on fire yeah uh, he kept that promise he kept his promise and that's the end of the movie and it was great it was really good this like this movie looked so fucking weird from the trailer we watched mm-hmm. of it and it was so good yeah I would genuinely recommend this yeah, to people. Hugely. If you can get through the if you can get through the few triggers. Yeah. And you can get through just sort of a bit of the goofiness of it. Mm-hmm. It's such a good watch. Yeah. Buy and in. Don't even buy in. Go go on YouTube. Watch <laughs> it for free. Skip the three ads you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> like there's so few ads. We really got an almost uninterrupted version of this movie. Maybe yeah. maybe pay money for it so you don't have to watch it in one eighty or whatever <laughs> the hell we saw it in. It was yeah really well done. I mm-hmm. really wish I could have like looked up the budget for this film because it was nothing. It couldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if like it, maybe it's a little bit better than a student film. But if you had access to the right people, this could probably be a student film. Yeah. It was great. Every actor was spectacular in it. The scenes were great. The prosthetics respects were mm. great. The lighting was good. There's a little weird Grinch rat that hangs out. Through a yeah. lot of the movie, we didn't bring them up because they don't do anything. Yeah. Lo kills them early on to demonstrate their power, and then they're just back, kind of laughing at him yeah. from time to time, making weird face movements. <laughs> like, there's a lot we couldn't bring up because it tied in in a way that was weird or awkward. And just, like... Is hard to explain, but fits the movie very well. Yeah. Uh, I would love to watch this on stage. I think uh, it'd probably be a little better on stage. Yeah. Just, but it really did a good job for a movie that's mostly a dude sitting in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is a, a great recommendation. Yeah. Thank you so much, Katie. Yeah. 
Um, do we want to get into some wrecks? Yeah, let's get wrecked. Yeah, let's get wrecked. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, I will go first. I feel like we've had you first the last couple times. Okay. Who knows though? We don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to recommend another movie where our protagonist uh, sort of falls in love with a monster, um, and also has like a pretty great looking monster in it, uh, and that would be. Del Toro's The Shape of Water. Um, this is a movie that a lot of people saw, but if you if you did miss it, it's really good and poignant. Uh, it has uh, so the uh, G's the, the the Nazi fish man in this movie has kind of got a queer affectation in his mm-hmm. voice. Uh, Shape of Water has a, a like a actual gay character who is portrayed in so much of a better way. Yeah. Um, Even if. I'm not going to spoil Shape of Water. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's a, it's another very good movie about falling in love with a monster mm-hmm. and the sort of sacrifices and the the the, 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 very, the huge difficulties of doing that. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's really good. I really enjoyed watching it. Yes. I loved The Shape of Water as well when I mm-hmm. saw it. For sure. Um, I'm gonna recommend a movie that I showed Jay. Oh, uh, one final thing. Oh. Trigger warning: you don't get to see the fish's dick. Um, oh no! So if that's the only reason you're gonna go see it. Sorry. Don't go see it. Sorry. Fish dick. Yeah, just uh, look it up on <laughs> DeviantArt or whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I hope there's no sexy DeviantArt about my recommendation. That'd be pretty gross. I mean, like it's. Like your recommendation barely feels like a movie until you're watching it. Yeah. Um, so I'm recommending Ghost Stories. It's on Hulu. I'm sure it's available other places, but that's how I've watched it. Uh, it's a British ghost movie about a uh, a person who proves wrong paranormal. He's a debunker. He's a paranormal debunker, uh, and he gets a note from his old. Idol. Yeah, another debunker. Mm-hmm. We watched this movie together before we started the podcast, and it kicked our ass. It's so good. And I'm recommending it because it also not only has this really theatrical element to it, hmm. um, it was originally a screen, or it was originally a, a stage play. Yeah. And um, it's great. I think I underestimated it when I watched it. I was putting it on for some slock and then was greatly surprised. Yeah, it's um, worth paying 100% attention to. Yes. You will pick up a lot. Absolutely. Even on a first watch through. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, and then we can go into our next week. Yeah, what are we watching next week, Carol? Uh, I'm going to show you one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, it's it's time for my yearly watch. I'm on, uh, my, I'm on my toes because I know we were between two movies for this. Videodrome. Video yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never seen it before. I keep hearing great things about it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited. Yes. Very and I excited. think, I'm just going to say, I think there's an opportunity for a strong trans narrative, and I can't wait to talk about that with you. I'm very excited. Uh, if you, uh, It's my film up next, but after that, if we get a recommendation, we would be more than happy to uh, to watch and talk about it. Uh, yeah. And if you'd like to give us a recommendation, there's some ways you can do that. Yeah. You can do that on Twitter, where we are at Spooky underscore Carver. Or you can send us an email at gay at gmail.com so yeah I think this was a bit of a shorty but like yeah. I don't know it was it's good it's a challenging movie to talk about because mm-hmm. it's mostly conversations and yet I'm giving it a very high recommendation yeah it's it does that very well yeah 
Oh, well, all right. Thanks for listening. Uh, That's Carver. That's Jay. And this is an outro. Bye. See you next week. Bye. (laughs)